Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Married AF Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Powers, with my beautiful wife, Monica. She just <laughs> slams her phone down on the desk. Telling you how she I said, really I'm feel. done with all of this. I don't want to record. It's late at night. I don't feel like doing this tonight. I'm house shopping for houses I will never buy, Powers. I know. You have found houses that you said were built and made <laughs> specifically for you. That is my social media. Listen, I'm okay with it. It's better than scrolling all the other stuff and all the other junk that's out there. <laughs> I just know what everybody's houses look like. I don't need to know what they are doing in life. <laughs> what do the homes look like? How are they decorated? Are they empty? Do they have a finished basement? The one biggest thing is the toilet in the master bathroom. Yep. Is it its own room or Better is it out there in the open for everybody? That's a major no-no. Because you can't poop in the same area that you take a shower <laughs> and it just does not work. No. That is your single non-negotiable when it comes to houses. Wow, this podcast started off great. <laughs> yes, it has. We are on episode number 24 and it is a rare late Friday night recording. Yes. It's 11 o'clock at night, which is... It's almost the last day of 2022. It is. Can you believe that? Tomorrow is New Year's Eve, so we're... 62 minutes until it's the last day of 2022. So we are 24 hours, 25 hours, and, <laughs> and, two, minutes. and two minutes away from 2023. What? Which is actually when people will hear this. What? Is in 2023. Oh, that's odd. <laughs> mind-blowing why are they gonna have to wait that long because it takes time to edit and put oh, all the stuff together and all the things that no one really wants to talk about because it's boring stuff excuses. so you just get to talk and i get to go in and edit all of the fun stuff well so i'm not complaining i know you're not I so you write a book rare <laughs> late <laughs> hopping friday night we decided we we're gonna record a podcast instead of going clubbing at 11 20 what what or Banana Joe's, or Tiki Bob's, or all those places that are probably not, they're probably no longer open. I had a friend send something the other day that said, uh, well, then it was like negative 10 degrees here. <laughs> they said, why were we never cold in this weather when we were going clubbing and half, half naked? I can tell you why. <laughs> we were young, drunk. dumb. Alcohol, alcohol that <laughs> like kept, kept your body completely. That's warm. it. Hey, it may it may be enough to frostbite in five minutes out here, but if I keep pounding the shots, <laughs> I'm gonna be okay because oh, I'm gonna and, be able to stay warm. Well, in those hills, you got you, you're burning a lot of. You are burning some calories in those, in those seven and a half hills. inch hills. <laughs> walking all over downtown. Some of us are just short. Okay. I'm not arguing about it. <laughs> So we decided to record tonight because uh, throughout the Christmas season and stuff that you see during Christmas season and parents, if you're listening to this with children, don't listen with children any longer because we're not going to go down that road, but we're talking about Christmas and presents and things that parents have to do for Christmas. So this is your warning. You have been warned. Don't listen with your children. Turn it off in three, two, one boom okay if you didn't it's on you okay we gave you plenty of fair warning but it was christmas eve night that we were getting ready to go to bed we had gotten home from our night of worship our christmas eve uh, worship experience at church which was unbelievable we probably broke the fire code oh, with totally. the amount of people that were jammed into Absolutely uh did. 
that that building and that room and everything and you know we had people in overflow in the lobby which was just crazy and not to mention we lit candles together too so you know fire marshal never listen to that please because it it's just not probably not the best <laughs> thing uh but we had gotten home we were getting ready for bed and it was single digits it was frigid and here we are a week later and it's 70 degrees it doesn't make any sense at all we live in alabama yeah and it doesn't that's get the only we, excuse i have listen storms tornadoes we love it we can handle that all day long you give us cold weather it's over my body shuts down we're, we're done for so it was but it was it was single it was single digits but the wind chill the feels like was negative six yeah and that's just stupid if it feels like negative six it's actually negative. why six. is it not that I don't know. It's it's that's a whole nother topic. My self-proclaimed meteorologist self gets irritated when I hear people say Maybe that. we can get James Spann on this podcast <laughs> at some point in time and he can explain to us why that is the way that it is. Hey, I think he's a big Jesus lover and a, fun, a fan of the Boston Red Sox. Hey, we're batting two for two on that. It's possible. We're doing okay. We if anybody knows to, James Spann, we would love to have the man. That would be the longest episode ever because we would pepper him with questions for life. I would never stop. Greatest meteorologist on the face of the planet, James Spann. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but it was frigid. It was so cold. It was awful. And we got our children a trampoline was one of their gifts for Christmas this year. Yes. And that was we their had, big, big gift. That was their big, big gift. And they absolutely love it. But we had decided when we were going to bed that night on Christmas Eve, and it was single digits. My wife was such a genius the weekend before. She said, hey. <laughs> hey, can you wait, wait, wait. Can you say that one more time? My you wife can, was such a... She's an amazing genius. <laughs> I like to hear that. So <laughs> she says, hey, I know you haven't looked at it, but the forecast for next week is miserable. And we have this trampoline we need to put together. We got to do it this weekend. We have to do it after mm -hmm. church on Sunday. Because and after she told me what the forecast was, I was like, oh, yeah, we absolutely have to. Because otherwise, Sunday. it's not going to happen on Christmas. Right. So a week before Christmas, that Sunday was the highest it was going to be for the entire week and a half. Which and it was, was chilly. 47 degrees. It was cold, but it wasn't That's cold for miserable. Me. It's miserable for me. So you made the decision, which was a great decision. So we put it together Sunday after church, the week before Christmas, and just a During huge, the day, quick thank you help. to <laughs> one of our pastors, Brandon Doss, who came over and helped, put it, helped us put it together because... That just helped us out tremendously. And little Sheppy for making sure that it worked. Yes. And he, he was our <laughs> little test guy who made sure everything worked perfectly. So we had it. We put it together that Sunday. The kids saw it that Sunday. They loved it. They played on it. We did that it. on purpose. We, yeah. we let them know ahead of time. We uh, They played on it for like a few minutes and then a little bit Monday and Tuesday. And after that, it just got colder and rainier. and Disgusting. It was disgusting. So they couldn't get on it for a few days. But fast forward to Christmas Eve night, we're getting ready for bed, and as we start to lay down to get to bed... In our nice, warm, cozy bed. Yeah, when it ne feels, feels like negative six outside, <laughs> you turn to me and you say what? <laughs> Matthew Powers, if we would have had to put that stupid trampoline together tonight, we would have woke up in a divorce. <laughs> and my exact response, after pausing for a second and thinking about it, was... Absolutely, we would have. <laughs> like, I, I would have been calling my parents tonight. In like, the dark, hey, negative six. <laughs> this happened. I'm coming to stay with you guys. It's over. We're not going to survive this. It's going to be awful. 
Because there's a couple parts of that. One, we both hate cold weather. It's stupid. It would have been awful. We're so. going to have to move to the equator when we're old. Yeah, probably like, so. Legit. Just start to move further. South, south. America, here we come. <laughs> so not, on, not only it being frigid cold outside, like bone chilling cold. The other part of that is actually putting together the trampoline, constructing this Christmas gift trampoline in the dark the night before Christmas so the kids can wake up and have this trampoline for Christmas. Add that to doing it in frigid cold. Oh, and, it's and don't forget, we ha- we would have had to level the trampoline because our yard- backyard's on a slope. Our backyard's <laughs> on a slope, so there is that part of it It would have well. not been done. Because here's the thing. <laughs> you and I have put things together before in the past. <laughs> it has not always been the most beautiful picture. No. It's always gone. I mean, I can think of a, a wrestling ring that we put together that didn't go well. A Barbie dream house that didn't go very well. You broke the elevator. I broke the, the elevator the on, the on the on the Barbie dream house. <laughs> I can think of like the the stupid Power Wheels cars Ugh. that we've had to put together. Just all of the things you have to put together as a parent Christmas night when the kids go to bed. Why do we do that to ourselves? And you jam everything in together, and you have to try and be quiet. One of them's trying to put together while the other one's reading instructions. <laughs> you're getting mad at each other. While the other one is looking upstairs, all right, the kids still asleep. Got to make sure the kids are asleep. They can't wake up because we can't ruin Christmas for them. Oh my gosh, did you hear that? Oh all gosh. of these yes, things all of just the elements. compiling and the stress <laughs> that goes on, and they're so excited don't they don't want to go to sleep. So it's after midnight <laughs> before you're putting this stuff together. Oh, absolutely. And it never goes well. And and let's let's also say what the box said it would take to put the trampoline together. Ninety now, minutes for two people. There were, was it two? Yes. Okay. Well, we had three. Yes. Let's say three and a half a ship. And it was about a three hour experience. Two and a half, three hours. Yes. Now, granted, we did have to do a little bit of leveling here and there and all that, but that didn't take a whole lot. It was really constructive no. to put it together. And really, overall, it went very, very well. Only because. Well, Doss and I were placing and putting together, but you were instructing and organizing and I'm orchestrating. Very, very good at delegating. The entire thing, <laughs> which worked out beautifully. Until. I had. We'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that in just a second. <laughs> because that kind of goes with to, to my point of what I want to talk about oh. when it comes to putting things together and the stress of it and husbands and wives, especially trying to do this. Anytime you put anything together, it can become stressful because yeah, there always seems to be extra parts. And, you know, men, we <laughs> don't like to read the instructions ever. And that just causes more tension and more stress and more anger and animosity between <laughs> the husband and wife. And it just it can lead into a huge blow up. OK, so right now, all I'm thinking is what we used to hear as kids as when parents would. It's like men asking for directions. Does not happen. No, it doesn't. But what what would that be like now? Does that mean that men won't use their GPS? <laughs> like, will they not open up the map app on their phone? To <laughs> you see, I know where this is. I got it. I got it. And see, <laughs> I, I, I know people who are on the complete opposite of the spectrum. One is because they just like to have it, but they will like, they'll turn on the maps on a place I go every single day. And I think a lot of that is, I want to see if I can beat the time. Oh, well, that's me that's on the competitive every trip. Side of it. And, I, and I'm okay with that. But every so day? I I don't know if men just kind of, I'm sure there are some men who just purely refuse to do it. But we don't like to read <laughs> Anyone over 65, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. There's, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> but we don't like to read the instructions. And your wife is there 
reading the instructions, telling you to read the instructions while the instructions say to do this. And you're thinking, well, I'm a man. I I know how to put this together. (laughs) I'm not dumb. I can get it together. And that's just the way our dumb men brains are wired. And even whenever we were putting this trampoline together, when it wasn't frigid outside and it wasn't dark and there wasn't the timeline of Christmas is just in a few hours, the kids are going to wake up early. <laughs> you came inside for something. And I we, took Shep in. We went, and he went to the restroom. We had, we had the frame of the trampoline up and we we're starting to put the mat on and Dawson and I are looking at it and we're like, Oh, just put the springs on. Boo, boo, boo. And when you start on one end and you just kind of work your way around opposite of each other that's what you're supposed to do but that's not what you two were doing well and and (laughs) you came out and you're like hold up what are you guys doing (laughs) and you read us the instructions i was gone maybe 10 minutes you started walking us through it and then i was like oh (laughs) oh that makes sense and it wasn't bad or anything because we just took it apart we started doing it your way we hadn't got further it was not my way matthew powers it was the directions your way way and the instructions (laughs) way but the point is that still, even in that moment, we had a good system and a good process put into place. Still, our men brains were like, oh, yeah, we'll just do it this way. We know how to do it. Yeah, it's going to get hard once they get around. Like, why would it get hard? It's just the springs. You're opposite ways. It's supposed to make it easier. And once what? you explained it, it made perfect <laughs> oh, sense. Oh, yeah, that would make it easier. <laughs> so, but typically speaking, I think everyone who listens to this experiences this especially when you have kids and you play santa and you do all the things that you do as a parent and trying to surprise your kids and you build all the stuff to make the perfect picture perfect perfect. memorable for your social media account Mm, that's another story for another day let's say picture (laughs) perfect for your your children and have this christmas experience but it causes so much stress for the parents trying to put this stuff together (laughs) So, we would not be having this podcast right now. Podcast would be over. <laughs> and I told you, we would have, we would have ended it. We would, I would have had a solo <laughs> episode. Yeah, we got a divorce <laughs> because we had to put a trampoline together <laughs> on Christmas Eve when it was zero degrees outside. That was the tipping point that broke the ice. We are finished. We are done. Yes. Well, on Christmas, I told your mom about it, and she just laughs and she said, "Yeah, that probably would have happened." Yeah, it would not have been. <laughs> pretty at all so everyone that has experienced that and they have gone through that it's typically not that moment that's going to cause that huge explosion and we've talked about this in past episodes we've talked about this in our small group we've talked about this together that it's not that huge (laughs) blow up fight it wasn't caused because you put a trampoline together (laughs) in the middle of the night in the freezing cold weather now for us that may have been that's just pure misery so whether Just put, end it now. Put together the toys or the dollhouse or the bicycle or the basketball goal. Oh, we did that too. Or whatever it <laughs> looks like. There's typically a lot of things that lead up to that that cause that breaking point. That so, just make the explosion. Yes. So those of you who have experienced that, one thing I like to ask is, what are some of the things that lead up to that that escalate it to get to that point? And, and my thought is that this becomes the huge tipping point because of that dynamic of men have a way that they want to do it. Men have a way that believe it's supposed to be done. They've been taught forever. Well, you're a man. You're supposed to be able to do this. And you have your wife who is telling you, no, you're wrong. That's not correct. That's not what the instructions say. It says you need to do it this way. And there's just the butting of heads when it comes to that. It's the who wants to be right. Who wants to be right. And here's the thing, especially for men, the creator of the product who made the instructions, that's the right way. (laughs) 
whether you like it or not. Now, your way may work. You're going to have leftover pieces and leftover parts <laughs> that were meant to be leftover, it but it's good enough. Exactly like the box, but. <laughs> but it's good enough. And I think it mostly comes from don't want to be wrong about it, but we have grown up and we have been told forever that it's not okay for us to be wrong about it. That for men, it's not okay for us to not be able to put it together and not have it all together. Ultimately, men have been told you have to push down any negative feeling, any emotions that you may have about anything because you're a man and you can't feel that way. Man up. Man up. Whenever... (laughs) I mean, that's what you told me when you were a kid. When you fall I mean, down yeah. and get hurt, what? get up, rub some dirt, up, dirt on it. You're fine. You're fine. It's not broke when your bone is literally hanging on your yeah. skin. <laughs> Be a man. Man up, son. Makes me think of youth baseball. <laughs> a little bit. But that's the, that's the truth of it is as men, we're supposed to have it all together and we can't show emotion because we're not allowed to. That's what we've grown up with. That's what we've been told. You know, that idea of man up and we've been shown that you can't do this so even in the the dumb analogy of putting a trampoline together in the middle of the night when it's freezing cold i would have had a way well i'm just i need to get this done as quickly as possible who cares about the instructions this is the way it looks it's going to be okay and even to be told and even to know deep down that that's not the right way i'm wrong well i'm a man i can't show that i was wrong because then i'm viewed as weak yeah that's stupid it is stupid and uh, it's it comes from the upbringing. It comes from the way we were raised, which is not really the way that it should be. We're men. We're humans. We're allowed to have emotions. We're allowed to have feelings. I mean, even we're allowed Jesus, to not have it all together. Even Jesus wept. Jesus wept. <laughs> and it literally it said so. it in two words. And, you know, <laughs> on the flip side of that, wives have to be sensitive to that from their husbands. Like there are some cases where wives will not allow their husbands to be emotional or to have feelings. That's so stupid. It's it's sad, essentially. And that's where you see the dynamic where you the man's the man. He's big. He's tough. And he just suppresses and holds down all of his feelings and all of his stuff. I'm a man. I'm 40. That's all I'm thinking right now. The, uh, Mike Gundy, the <laughs> Oklahoma State football coach from many, many, many years ago. Yes. He's probably like 55 or 60 now. That was <laughs> that was so long ago. But such a, a, a great clip. Yes. But that is the mentality is you're not allowed to have emotions. Mm -hmm. It's not fair. No. With us, I'm super proud to say that we are breaking that curse with our son because no one ever told him that he did not need to cry. You're right. He did not need to show emotion. It was something that he did. And I'm sure he learned something from school or because something happened and he cried. Somebody made fun of him. Boys aren't supposed to cry. Something of that nature. I am hardcore. It is okay for you to get upset. It, it is okay for you to cry. It is okay. Yes, it is okay to get upset. It is okay to cry. When you think about it and the way we're wired as men to not be allowed to do that, I think it comes from a lack of faith in not only what we're able to do, but a higher power in what God is able to do. That we think we have to do it. We think we have to have it all together. You can't submit to God and let him take over. Correct. Mm -hmm. We think that it's all on us all the time. If we fail at something, we we can't acknowledge the fact that that wasn't right. I failed here. Maybe I need to look a different direction. Instead, we think that we have to handle it all our own. Or you just give up you don't continue to try we, we give up or we, we or we go to a different do it do something different because you know you're gonna 
win at that or do that right. But if talking about curse breakers, if this one person wouldn't have continued to go after the thing that he thought was right, we would not have WD-40. You are exactly right. WD-40. Do you know what WD-40 stands I for? I do, but I don't know that anyone that's listening might. So explain, Mr. Powers. <laughs> WD-40. Everyone knows what WD-40 is. Mm-hmm. It makes Hopefully, your, everyone knows what WD-40 is. It makes everyone your doors stop going. WD-40 in their house. So WD-40, the name comes from, and it's very simple. It means water displacement on the 40th try. That <laughs> This guy tried to create this product. And it took him 40 tries before he got it correct. WD-40, water displacement, 40. If he would have manned up after the first time, we wouldn't have WD-40. You're exactly right. And I am so glad he didn't man up because my doors quits. do not creak because of him. Exactly. <laughs> but he continued to go at it. He mm-hmm. continued to, to kind of change the way he did things, to not be stuck in the way that he had always done it. Mm-hmm. And he realized, and, and he eventually got to it. And that's for us and, and being men, the idea of man up. I, I, I would subscribe more to the philosophy of man down on our knees, submitting that we don't have it all together. We can't figure it out. I need, I need help here. I need some assistance. And that comes from our wives. That comes from people in our lives. Ultimately, it comes from God saying, I don't have it all together. And to be able to break down and let it out and show emotion and cry if you need to, yell if you need to, and for your spouse to be there, your wife to be there right there alongside with you to let you know that it's okay. I need you to back up for just a second. Okay. You mentioned if you need to yell. I I think of a way to yell, and I don't want someone to take this out of context the way you're saying if you need to yell, you need to yell. When I think of needing to yell, I think of I love you, man. Yes. You go under that pier and you let it out. Ah, you know, Ah, (laughs) you let it out. And that kind of yelling Makes you feel better. Yes. Don't you dare go anywhere. Yell at your wife. Yell at your children, your boss, anybody, the person in traffic that cut you off and flicked you off. No, not that yelling. Yes, not directing anger and yell. You're exactly right. Don't <laughs> yell at somebody, but yell just to get it out. Just in a way of I'm spent. I don't know what to do. I'm hurting. I'm confused. I'm frustrated. I just need to get it out. Just like I love you, man. Ah. <laughs> It's the perfect way just because I need to get this out. Or prime example, uh, this tonight, our kids had the little candy nerds and they poured them from the box, the big box that they had into cups. And they were asking us if we liked nerds and they were picking them up with their hands and putting them in their mouth. And I said, yeah, like nerds. I grabbed our son's cup and I turned the cup up and filled my mouth full of candy nerds and they just look at us with a confused, what? You like nerds? I'm like, dude, it's nothing but sugar. Yeah, I like nerds. Yeah. I was trying to be funny with our daughter, Elkie, and I snatched up her cup, turned it up, and was like, what? And then she went and did something, and our hands hit, and the entire cup fell in the car. Nerds all in the car. And when that happened, I just let out a, Oh, not yelling at her. No, just yelling because it happened. Like ah, ah, this is did not mean for that to happen. I agree, and 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 we have to be able to get that out. It's okay to not have it all figured out and not know everything. Mm -hmm. 
And it's okay to not have all the answers. And it's okay to not be able to put the thing together without having to go to the instructions. Is it? It is okay. It's okay to not being able to put that thing together. It's okay to say, eh, I need to go to the instructions. I need to go to the creator. I need to go to the person who created this and let me find the right way to handle this situation or put this thing together. Well said. It's the best way, best way to do it. Women, if your men are in this situation, let them fail. Yes. Don't be a I told you so kind of person. Well, mm-hmm. if you'd have done it the right way the first time, you wouldn't have to do this again. You know, those kind of things. Yes, because that does not help. That's not us going at all. to build any kind of confidence. He will never go to the instruction manual. He will never go to God. And he's just going to continue doing something different every single time. And it's not going to be the right way. And he's never going to come he's to He's not going to have 40 tries to get it right. He's going to stop after the first one. And who knows what he actually could have done instead of talking down to him. Talk him up. Do you need some help? I can help you. Or, or a, a simple, hey, let me try and help you with this. Mm-hmm. Let's do this together. Yes. And, that's a great way to spend time ladies, together, even if it's reading instructions. He he will he will embrace that all the live long day. If you come to him in a loving manner and a, hey, let's do this together, he will be open for it 100% of the time. There's no doubt about it. If... He has priorities in the correct order because I know I know for me, I would rather spend time with you. It doesn't matter if we're putting things together, we're watching TV, we're going to build a trampoline, a basketball goal, mm-hmm. whatever it is. If we're doing it together, sign me up for that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it looks like, but I'm getting to spend time with the person I like to spend my time with the most. Yep. And that's the most important thing. So just you know, being able to to look forward that even in the situation that you're in right now, that it's not perfect and you don't have it figured out, that knowing that it's going to work out and it's going to be okay. And I think there can go such a long way when you have the faith that I know this is going to work out because I have read the instructions and it may be difficult right now and I may not fully see the picture of it right now, but I'm going to continue to follow the instructions that I've been given because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to have this perfectly built, whatever it looks like when I'm done. And when we look at our lives and we look at our marriages if you look back to the story of Joseph, which is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, and not Mary and Joseph, Jesus's earthly dad, Joseph, but Joseph, the, Joseph that we see in Genesis and all of the things that he goes through when God tells him, gives him this vision and this dream that he's going to be the ruler of, of a nation and the ruler of his family and his brothers hate that so much. They already didn't like him to begin with because he was the golden boy and his dad took favor over him where his brothers sold him into slavery and they wanted to kill him, but they sold him to slavery instead, told his dad that he's been killed. And then he goes to work for, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. (laughs) My goodness. What's his name? It's late powers. It is late. (laughs) It's it's 1130 (laughs) at night. Anyway, continue, continue, continue. He went to work for that guy. We can't remember. He went to work for that guy and I got to find what his name is because I'm going to lose my absolute mind if I don't find out exactly who he is that he's uh, that he's going to work for. It's going to absolutely. I'm sure it's a really cool name. Potiphar. He goes to work for Potiphar and Potiphar loves the guy because he's such a, a great loyal person. But then Potiphar's wife really, really likes Joseph a lot, too, because it says Joseph's a, a, a very good-looking guy, and mm-hmm. she tries to seduce him over and over again, and Joseph won't do it because he's like, I'm not going to dishonor Potiphar. I'm not going to dishonor God. None of that's going to happen. 
um, to the point where she just kind of flips the script and then pretends like he's trying mm-hmm. to. And then he goes to jail. He goes through all these things. And while he's in jail, he's told he's going to get out of jail because he helps some of Pharaoh's main guys. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it doesn't happen. And then eventually he goes to Pharaoh to interpret a, a dream the after dreams, yeah. like 30 years from the initial dream that God gave him, this vision that he's going to be the ruler over so many people. And Pharaoh loves him. And he becomes the governor of Egypt and over everyone. And to bring everything back to that. And his brothers who sold him into slavery are in such a difficult time. And they come to him. They don't recognize him because it's been 30 years. And he's supposed to be dead. And he's supposed to be (laughs) dead. They don't know what happened. They just knew they sold him into slavery. They don't recognize him. But Joseph immediately recognizes his brothers where he has to compose himself because he is overcome with emotion. But even in all of those difficult times, he still had faith that I'm going to continue the path of the instructions that I have been given. Even though I don't see it, it doesn't look like this is being put together the correct way. That's not how I would have done it. That's not how I envisioned it to happen. But I'm going to continue to go with the instructions that I have. And look what happened when he continued. Completely changed the game for him. Let's bring this back to a marriage. When we put stuff together, there's an instruction manual, obviously. And when we don't use the instruction manual, it's wrong. There are those things that we just did wrong. And we know we did them wrong. But when you use the instruction manual, everything goes smoothly. We need to do that with the Bible. Our lives have an instruction manual it is 100 the bible and it is the correct way it's the right way single time even when we get it wrong go back to the manual always go back to the instruction manual you shouldn't leave it but even if something i mean we're human we make mistakes and i say mistakes we are to learn from mistakes because if you continue making the same mistake it becomes a bad habit Yes. And habits are hard to break. Well, and it's the definition of insanity. You continue to do the same, same thing, thing over and over, and over and again, expect, expect a different result. <laughs> and what are you doing? You continue to go back to, to the well of, of things that are not good for you, the things that are not good for your marriage, your relationships, but you can keep going back to that stuff and you expect something different out. It's never going to change. Nope, never. That's why we have a major mental problem in the States. Yeah, As we in do. the United States, pop those pills. Instead of popping those pills, you need to pop open a Bible and read. Yeah, all the answers are right there. And yes, there are medicines that are needed for people Absolutely. with certain conditions uh, because God gave people wisdom to be able to create that stuff. But when it comes to mistakes and habits yes, is what I'm talking all about. All your problems can't be fixed with a pill. It ain't in your head. Get out of your head. Yeah. Go back to where what the root of those problems may be, and and you can typically find the answers. Biblically, they're in there. Mm-hmm. Every situation is in there to be able to, to lead through this life because it is hard. Jesus even tells you, in this world, you'll have trouble. He tells us, hey, it's going to be hard sometimes. It's and not going to be easy. You, and you can think, well, I've done so many bad things that I can't go to the Bible to find what like stuff that I've done, those mistakes. Oh, please. No, the you read the Bible. There's, they've there's done some, way worse things than you ever could think about doing. Yeah, and there's there's some bad stuff in there. There's a, there's a misconception, and we'll wrap up in a few minutes, but there's this misconception that, geez, if I, if I do get reconciled back to God or I you know go to approach Jesus, I've got to make sure I clean up all my mistakes first. Yeah, that's not how it works. And that's not how it works. And I heard this great analogy 
this week. I was listening to a, to a podcast, and it was a great analogy where a guy tells a story where this kid goes to his pastor and says, so if I follow Jesus, do I have to quit smoking pot? Pastor says, no. <laughs> He's like, so if I follow Jesus, do I have to quit smoking weed? Pastor says, no. He pulls out a, a, a joint. He says, but if I follow Jesus, do I have to quit smoking this? And the pastor again tells him, no, you don't have to quit smoking that to follow Jesus. And he said, let me put it this way. He said, do you clean yourself up before you take a shower? Guy's like, no. He said, no. When you take a shower, you become cleaned. Whenever you go to Jesus, you go to Jesus dirty. You go to Jesus with mistakes. And it is because of Jesus he will help cleanse you of all of that. He'll take the pot or the this or the that or whatever it is and say, hey, we're going to cleanse you of this and I'm going to walk with you through this. I was like, what an amazing analogy yeah. of who Jesus is. It becomes a heart thing. It's a total heart thing. We see all these problems in our world, in our country today, and we say that it's a this issue or a that issue. or It's a, it's all a heart it's issue. It's a left issue. It's a right issue. Yeah. It's a it's, north issue. It's a south issue. It's a race issue. Yes. It's a gender issue. It's a money issue. It's an injustice issue. It's a this it's, it's a, all heart. It's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. It all stems from the heart. Like there are some music that I, I just find it hard to listen to now. When in our 20s, we were hardcore. Every other word was a cuss word and talking about probably killing somebody and who knows what else. A lot of sex, drugs, and rock and roll in those mm-hmm. days. One of the songs, I don't even know how it popped on. It was when we were pulling into the garage the other night and the song come just flashed on the um the screen and i said no matthew powers absolutely not where did that come from i didn't even want our children seeing that word i remember that i think it was from just an old playlist from something how did it even get there right 20 years ago i would have been you'd been rocking out with that sucker you kidding me are you kidding i would have probably started pole dancing because that song came (laughs) up Just because my heart was not what it is now. Yeah. And you didn't have to clean all that up. No. But it's through the relationship that you because clean, that you yeah, yeah you changed I your heart. Want to. Yeah. I don't have a reason to listen to people talking about banging other people or killing this guy because they slept with their woman, you know? Yeah. Well, and it, I, I bring it back to really how I operate every decision that I make now is how I respond or react to this, whatever it may be, or what I do with this information or this situation, will anything positive come out of it? I like that. And if the answer is no, then there's no point in you dealing with that whatsoever. I have a similar mindset, but mine's a little different. I think I've said this before. I'm not sure if I've said it on the podcast or not, but she knows that this is how my thoughts thought process is with things if Gigi does not approve it does not happen it's worked <laughs> it's worked pretty it's well been life-giving <laughs> it has been very very life people really wear um bracelets wwjd what yep. would jesus do you need wwgd I mean, what would Gigi do <laughs> what would Gigi do <laughs> exactly because if Gigi doesn't approve oh we ain't doing that <laughs> then, then it's, no, it's no good whatsoever and, and it, it is been flawless yes 
And what Gigi would do and what the positive thing would do would be put the trampoline together whenever it's actually decent outside and not freezing cold and all. Right. And that's why they kept the kids while we did it. <laughs> exactly. Most certainly did. They understood. They knew why. They're like, absolutely. Yes, Bring them on so over. So smart. Bring them over. We'll keep the kids. We'll keep them entertained while you guys put the trampoline together. And sure enough, it worked out. We did it before Christmas so we wouldn't freeze it. So we would not get a divorce. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But the whole <laughs> idea just it reminded me of all the other times we put all the junk together and all the things and how frustrating it is. And I think it just really comes from men. We we fear failure. We fear that we're not good enough and we have to prove ourselves to to not just ourselves but our wives that I can handle this because I'm a man and I'm strong and I'm smart and I'm capable and I'm this and I'm that. And we're none of those things without without our faith. That is absolutely true. Now I need to know statistics on people who have gotten divorced because they've had to put trampolines together at night. Listen, you can find stats on just about anything. (laughs) I'm sure that we can find it. If someone can find that and send that to me before Matthew Powers does, that'd be fabulous. You never know. So (laughs) we uh, are going to get out of here because it's almost midnight. And uh, it's a late night Friday night podcast. That will I come am out surprised in a that days. you are still awake, Paul. Paul. I told you. Listen, hey, we're gonna record <laughs> tonight. I'm not going to bed anytime soon. Now, once we're done, I'm not editing or anything tonight. So <laughs> we'll go to bed pretty soon. Do you have anything else you'd like to discuss? Are you ready to get out of here and go to bed? Let's hit the sack. Let's hit the sack. That sounds good to me. All right, God, we love you. We are just so thankful for these opportunities and uh, just pray over everyone who's listening to this. God, just pray to enhance their marriages, enhance their communication, uh, and really just pray for the relationships that they have, not just with each other, but with you as well. And just pray that they'll get stronger. And if there's anything that we can do through this podcast, uh, just use our voices in whatever way you see fit to benefit those uh, who will listen and those in the lives of, of people who will listen. God, we thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Play ball.